Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. Another milestone episode means another whatcha as your hosts break down what they've been getting down with on Normies Like Us. 250! The first question any platform is going to ask is, what's the hook? Yes, I did get the sense that she was hiding something. Looking forward. You're looking forward. Why don't we push this? Why don't we look forward? Root was the true champion of conduct. You heard it up top. We are back doing what we always do every few. That's right, where your hosts get together and do a whatcha. Talking about what they are consuming here on Normies Like Us with your hosts, Colin. Mike. And Jacob. Wow. That's right. No wow. funny, funny names today. Just uh, just a lot of hanging out and fun and games talking 250. First of all, wow. 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 Six, six seasons, what a so What a milestone. Wow. Is it? What year was it when this podcast started? I think it was 2001. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so impressive. We've been doing this for about so, 25 yeah, years. Not actually that many episodes in that context. Right, no. right. No, <laughs> First episode was May 29th, 2018. 2018. So, okay, what was the most popular movie of 2018? Keep Googling for us, Mike, because I want to see what was the most normie thing of 2018 when this podcast started. And did we talk about it? Let's see. It maybe was BVS. You know what it was? Probably Avengers and Spider-Verse. Oh. Oh. We had Bumblebee. We had Venom. Sure. Uh, I'm not that 17. It looks like we had all things we talked about. So no, it was maybe sure. later. Uh, the Predator, sure. Ready Player One, um, Halloween reboot came out that year. So this was wow. pre-COVID, pre-pandemic, pre-Joe yep. Biden as president. Mm. Really? I mean, it doesn't seem 2018 <laughs> when you say that it doesn't seem that long ago, but it, yeah. it was actually a long time. It ago. was before a lot of crises, <laughs> Jacob. No. Before the Titanic yeah, yeah. sub, of course. Oh, no. That's right. Oh, Titanic no. 2, James Cameron's going to be the king of the sequel once one more time. That's right. Uh, yeah. We had Red Dead 2 as a top game, God of War, oh, wow. uh, Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man, and uh, let's say worse. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So that's kind of where we were at. Uh, wow, you're all We've pretty much talked about all that stuff, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think we went sicko mode with Travis Scott in 2018 too. So there we go. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Okay. We're all okay. singing okay. our favorite We've been going song, sicko mode. Sicko mode. Five years or so. Oh, you know what? Black Panther and Infinity War. Was that 2018? Okay, that's why I was I saying. Civil War was 2017, I think. And oh, okay. And then Black Panther and the in the uh, Ant Man and the Wasp were in between. That's right. right? Yep, yep. Ant Man of the Wasp is yeah in between the two because that's when he gets stuck in the post creds, and then a rat that's saves right. all of the universe. So yeah, simpler time. We didn't have Endgame yet. We didn't like you know we weren't where we are now with Marvel. It's just very interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say twenty eighteen was the high point of Marvel. Yeah, I think I mentioned to you guys before. I was just going through it in like that era of Marvel was when they were hitting. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy two, Black Panther. Thor Ragnarok. Now, not so. Not so. Maybe, maybe the, the most normy thing on the planet. Maybe the peak. You're mm-hmm. totally right, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now things are shifting and changing. So, first of all, listeners, thanks for you know listening. If you've been listening for that long, wow, thank you very much. We appreciate it. 
Um, and yeah, 250. We'll see how long we can keep this rolling. And we, we always uh, are excited to talk uh, to you and with each other about, you know, just either stuff we love, hate, enjoy, been uh, diving into. So that's what we're that's here right. to do once again. Um, I don't know if there's really questions up at the top, really. I think all we could do is just maybe start by diving in with what we're watching on this Whatcha 250. Uh, let's just jump right into it. <laughs> to have my do it. original catchphrase. Yeah. Here on Normies Like Us, uh, as we just mentioned, it's a special episode of 250 Watch Out where we're going to be talking about what we have been consuming. We're going to start with what we're watching, and I'll say what I haven't been watching. Uh, I was not on our last episode where you guys were talking about how you watched Ezra Miller's The Flash. Loved the app, boys. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for the compliment. Yeah, we had to go back in time to get that episode even come out the way it was supposed to <laughs> yeah, Colin, uh, you said you were minor changes for right. that's right and, i was uh, yeah so i'm glad well you got i'll out of say there. i was driving the speed force maybe uh light spoilers if you don't if you don't want to know about this movie that's absolutely bombing uh skip ahead just a little bit uh, i did not watch the movie but after hearing the episode of you guys talking about it i did watch that superman scene i was stuck in the speed force with nicholas cage and oh, yeah. uh, i liked it i thought it was silly and goofy and i was happy to see it yeah <laughs> i think in the context of the other um like unalive people brought back from the dead like all of it together and i think in a vacuum that scene too because even for the moment i was like oh my god they did it you know so it is goofy and fun yeah. but you know the um, moment wasn't the worst part. I mean, it no. was just more like, who is this for? But I guess we know the yeah. answer is it's for Colin. Watch any it's, Kevin well, interview. I, I <laughs> yeah. believe it's literally for the man who now has done a podcast saying it was for me, Kevin Smith. <laughs> it probably <laughs> so certainly God, was for God him. God bless. That's amazing. <laughs> That's yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I wish you were on the episode, Colin, because, of course, I mentioned the Flash TV show used to be a favorite of ours uh, going back to like, 2016 2014 you know back Man. in the olden times and uh yeah maybe that'll come up later because maybe i started re-watching that show on netflix Ooh, i got you well i know you had mentioned off pod in time to share with the viewers that you went kind of through and finished some of the the blind spots in the dc filmiverse right that you kind of never yeah. where, where where are you at on that journey of course you know we've talked about my marvel ranking of all 35 films and TV shows. I, or I think we settled on it's like 49 or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I wanted to do the DC equivalent and it's actually much wow. easier because there's only like 11 or 12 films made so far. But uh, yeah, I'm letterboxed. I, I ranked it all out. I saw the ones that I was missing in the lineup, which was black Adam, uh, which came out last fall and then Shazam fury of the gods, which came out this spring uh, you may not know that because literally nobody saw that in theaters, even less people than when saw the flash. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which is so shocking. now I have, so let's see, it's four, eight, 12, yeah, uh, count here. 14, 14 movies. All oh, is that equal Halloween eight, now yeah. or is Halloween still oh. one more? Cause it was 13. I think when we did the episode, but I think we've gotten ends at this point. I'm not sure if whatever, right. But. 
yeah, vaguely the same well, amount of effort. Corey is my favorite DC character, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yes, Corey Cunningham. Corey Cunningham. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is not counting, of course, Blue Beetle and Aquaman 2, which are yet to be released. Yes. Uh, but I made my ranking. and Well, sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Before you get to that. Now, those two you mentioned adding to your list, those were first time reactions to uh, to Black mm. Adam and Shazam yes. 2. You had not seen those? Oh, had not seen give me some initial those. thoughts about that. Yeah, because I haven't films. seen them either. Oh, yeah. um, well, they're both on Max now, so you can watch the entire DCEU on Max, the place, the one to watch uh, for DCEU. <laughs> Nobody um, believes what you're saying. <laughs> I hate Max, so I hate saying it. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I had not seen, I did not see those in theaters. I don't have too many thoughts about them. I thought neither of them was like particularly good or interesting. Uh, Black Adam. I think The Rock disagrees with you, <laughs> but yes, go ahead. Right. Black Adam, very generic movie. Uh, you know, failed to hold my attention for very long. Maybe I just have a short attention span, but uh, The Rock was in it. I was more into, you know, Dr. Fate and uh, Hawkman, some DC characters uh, that I'm seeing on the big screen for the first time. That's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. Uh, mm. And they're the Justice Society, which is different than the Justice League. This is all explained in Shazam! Fury of the Gods, of course. Okay. Uh, they're different, you know? But... Um, Mike, would yeah. you ever watch this movie? No. <laughs> I watched some You don't clips. want to be a DCEU com- completionist like me? Especially now that we know that it's got legs and it's going to keep going for a long time. Yeah, I certainly want to go back uh, and yeah. visit the wreckage. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. Is, is there a, a scene in the Flash where when he's running, you see the rock like salute him in like the uh, Speed Force? No, I wish. <laughs> oh, okay. um, Black Adam gives him that, a rock bottom out of the Speed Force now. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course, yep. Black Adam and Shazam in the comics are very closely connected characters, obviously uh, sharing the same sort of lore and stuff. Black Adam is, you know, Captain Marvel or Shazam, as you might call them, mm-hmm. their rival, right? Usually a, a villain of sorts. Uh, but here he's made into a more of an anti-hero. He's a hero that kills people. And that's the big dilemma of this movie is that he kills people. And the good guys like Hawkman and Dr. Fate are like, Hey, maybe don't kill people. He's like, nah, I'm going to kill people. Uh, right. And that's mostly the movie. So just saved he you fights, about two hours. Yeah. I saw him fight, you know, the whole justice society. So I'm sure he looks really strong and powerful. You know, he's a very strong man, you know, with a strong yes. ego and doesn't need to be uh, looking like a the super balance of power guy. in the DCEU has changed. You might say, <laughs> oh uh, my and then God. of course our boy Superman shows up at the end, Henry Cavill, uh, probably Great. for the last time. Dog. <laughs> He yeah. looks in. It's maybe the best he's ever looked. Would you agree with that? Mm, maybe, yeah. Uh, but Henry up. Cavill, no longer Superman, Handsome, no longer Geralt. Uh, you know, but he's still there. So. No longer mustache guy and Fallout. No, I wish he was right. coming back for the new Mission Impossible, cocking oh, his arms. Gosh, yeah. that movie was great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, it's pretty skippable. Black Adam overall. Fury of the Shazam Gods. Shazam 2, also pretty skippable. And I actually like Shazam 1, and I rewatched that. So I watched all three of those movies, all three of the Shazam movies, if you will. Nice, uh, yeah. In succession. The Wizard Trilogy. <laughs> yes. yes. Jaman Hansu as the Wizard is the only thing connecting these mm. two franchises. Uh, obviously, Zachary Levy and The Rock never share any screen time as characters. Mm. Um but of course, you know, Shazam 1, I actually liked 
it's actually decent. Um, and yet Shazam 2, very, again, just not very interesting. Uh, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't really muster any kind of uh, giving a shit for this movie. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, hey, yeah, pretty skip- means means nothing to you, Mike. Again, listeners, skip ahead uh, if you care about spoilers. But Jacob, I the complexity of such a stupid plot that literally it's like the staff's broken. Find the staff. We found the staff. Find the golden apple now. You're like, there's a second MacGuffin. This is so yeah. lazy. Yeah, and they're like trying to add to the lore of Shazam, but it's just not, just not interesting. And the villains aren't really interesting. It's like the three sisters who are the daughters of Atlas or whatever. They're like gods, you know, Helen Mirren, Lucy Liu, and uh, Rachel Zegler. Um, you know, put up, put up. Shazam. Nobody cares about this franchise, even though the first one, like I said, pretty good. You know, pretty good origin story. It's cute. It's fun. Um, yeah. A little bit of Power Rangers vibes almost at the end. I like yeah. the first one, too. I think Zachary Levi was pretty charming in it. It was fine, you know? And we get Superman at the end of that, sort of, from, like, the neck down. Yes. Well, that's... <laughs> so, yeah, you get no head Superman in that one. Then in this one, guess who shows up? Wonder oh, Woman. Wonder Woman. Wow. I gotta say... <laughs> yeah. Wow. She does have probably the best superhero theme song. Am I wrong? I do like that song. Dun, dun, it comes dun, yeah. dun, 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 like that's sick. Yeah. You guys don't Most remember iconic back in the to the fucking four hour Justice League cut where every five minutes it would say wailing. song. That's just wailing. Yes. Yeah. No, yes. <laughs> but she's tied to it. To it's, the all, it's all together. And this I had me wondering, yeah. is, does, is Wonder Woman the one that makes the most appearances in the most movies throughout this universe? Because it, she shows up at the end of this one at uh, Shazam Fear of the Gods mm-hmm. and they do a bit where it's they first they just show her body and then the camera pans up and you actually see her face and it is, you know, Gal Gadot. Okay. So that was funny, but she kind of shows up at the end is to it? be the MacGuffin <laughs> that like saves everybody. Um, and then, of course, she shows up for a brief scene in The Flash. So I feel like she has the most individual appearances. Oh, she's in The Flash. Out of any character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's There's in like The Flash. early scene with Batfleck and Ezra doing a little thing. That's Basically, funny. everyone is in The Flash. That's cool. Everyone yeah. in the Justice League is in The Flash except for Superman and Cyborg. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. okay. They do a, They do a dumb bit where they touch the lasso of truth, and then they're talking about how hot she is. And Barry says, "I've never had sex, and <laughs> I'm not making that up." It's a great. They bit. do so, that. They I do guess that Barry to is a Joss virgin, uh, Oh, is that really what he said? They do that in the Joss Whedon Justice League. They do, yeah, they do it too many That's like times. a recycled yeah. joke. Jason so, Momoa, Aquaman, very funny. Is like, he's like, you're so, you're so, you're so hot. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, like what he does. He's like, I want his charisma pulls it off. I think, but you know, once you see yeah. it three times, it's like, guys, yeah. please. Oh, please. <laughs> no, Flash says, I've never had sex. He says, I never tree. had sex. Yeah, oh. yeah. That Sorry, really Mary. bums me out. <laughs> yeah. Well, he never. Well, he, and that's a dolly nose. Iris West in his twenty something year That doesn't mean anything to me. He can. There are other people he could be beating. Yeah, he's too busy he being sad about his mom being dead. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Geez. I don't know. Also, so, if I was struck by lightning, I'm not sure if my penis would ever work again. No, go ahead, continue. <laughs> but yeah. well, it just makes him super fast, you know. Well, you again, it could, yes. he could be handicapped in different ways. <laughs> Gone in a yeah. flash. Done in a flash. Anyway, so <laughs> after this journey, clearing out your blind spots, um, yes. 
What is the ranking? For oh, yes. Then? Well, this is land? what I wanted to get to because I posted this in our little normies chat and Colin said, he said he thought my top five was, was wild. So I wanted yes, to get his opinion because I, I, in my opinion, there's like five good movies in this whole right. franchise. So oh, like, these are the only five that are any good. Remind yeah. me this real quick before you read this off. This does not include Peacemaker. Oh, you know what? I should have added Peacemaker. Like I added the Marvel series to my Marvel, but I did not. It's like the one, but again, yeah. does it even count? I mean, technically Ezra's in it. Do you guys remember that Ezra's yeah, in it? Yeah, and Jason Momoa. And Jason yeah, Momoa. Yes. Of the Is characters. Gal Gadot in it? That might no. go back to your argument. Oh, I guess not. Yeah. I, think I don't think a, co- yeah, a couple Superman of the Justice League there. show up at the end. But uh, of course, the Amelia Harcourt are. and uh, you know the Steve Agee character, those are the, the Amanda Waller's minions have shown up mm. multiple times within different movies. They also even show up again in uh, Shazam: Fear of the Gods, you know, after the credits scene. Um, who cares, right? But, but yeah, I guess Wonder Woman uh, is in Peacemaker at the end. So yeah, fair enough. Um, but okay, here's my here's I'll just give you my top five, and these are like yeah. the only decent ones, like I'm saying. So number one, suicide, the Suicide Squad, right? Of course, the Suicide Squad, the best movie in the whole universe uh this you know dc mm-hmm. universe one of my uh, favorite think, movies in the last 10 years just a Ratcatcher brilliant two film. a lot of the commentaries great rick flag yeah. peacemaker all that stuff edris elba is great i think yeah I, I agree we'll see where the other next four are but i, well, I agree funny, with being high yeah and of course that's james gunn directing james gunn mm-hmm. is now taking over the dcu the new universe rebooting so that's why I have faith in him because he, you know, I do like James Gunn as a filmmaker. And by the way, my list, even if I don't go through all of it, it is bookended by Suicide Squad. So the best movie is The Suicide uh, Squad. Oh. The worst movie is Suicide Squad 2016. Akin to Circle. your Marvel list where I believe it's Thor and Thor, you said, right? Yes. It's Ragnarok, Thor, Ragnarok and, and Thor, Dark, Dark World. World. I love, so I love that consistency. That, 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 yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. You love Harley. You hate Harley. Yes, mm-hmm. and Harley comes up again. So number one, Suicide the Suicide Squad. Number yep. two, Birds of Prey. Whoa, oh, just a fun, a fun movie. Um, you know, you got to give it credit. Colin's shaking his head. I give it no credit. <laughs> I don't know if I'm my, number two. I think there's some fun stuff with Ewan McGregor, but movie. anyway, yeah. go for it. You're reminding me why maybe Mary Elizabeth Winstead also two, is like one yes. of my yes. special yes. Exactly. Actresses. You love me, Mike. <laughs> yeah. You love well, Mew. again, it's um there's a pretty pretty big drop off after number one. And okay. the bar is pretty low, so yeah, it's the second best DCEU movie, in my opinion. Best breakfast sandwich ever filmed, I think. That's right. And Easily. I do love breakfast sandwiches. So at, least, at least that, yes. <laughs> so we got right. The Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey, number three, Shazam 1, hmm. number four, Wonder Woman 1, number five, Zack Snyder's Justice League, the Snyder Cut, number oh, five. The long-awaited. <laughs> when did that come out? <laughs> yeah. That came out in like 2020. That was yeah. like oh, the height of the pandemic, so I think. Bad. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I guess I wonder why okay. have Wonder Women... Wonder Women, Jesus Christ! Why have Wonder Woman that low? To me, that, that, low, that seems number four. I guess better than Birds low, of Prey. I would think objectively to most people. Yeah, that was Maybe a film that people. truly broke ground. It was mm-hmm. a Black Panther style moment where people were like, "Jesus Christ, women can be superheroes!" This is an amazing film. It's a moment, and I, I, I just think that's my number. No two Man's for Land. Sure. Yeah, I, thought I it like Wonder Woman number one. Like to me, it's like. The Suicide Squad, then a drop-off, then 
two through three, two through four. So Birds of Prey, Shazam, and Wonder Woman, all around the same range for me. I think Shazam and Wonder Woman are Plateauing. both pretty good or, uh, origin stories um, that both had wow. pretty bad sequels that didn't make my you know, <laughs> top five. Isn't that um, wild? <laughs> yeah. So that's my top five. Then there's a little bit of a drop-off. Then you have Aquaman 1. Still pretty a fun movie. Then yeah. you have The Flash, Man of Steel, Shazam! Fury of the Gods, Black Adam, Batman vs. Superman, Wonder Woman 1984, uh, Justice League theatrical cut, and then Suicide Squad. So I, basically a wow. bunch of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. The bottom of my list is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Here's why. Um, I don't count that as a film. I don't well, think that's fair. It's just this sort of blob, you know, rough draft cut that just, in my opinion, it's just not refined. It's uh, He says it's what he wanted to put out. That is such a lie. It is just him being like, and here's the kitchen sink or whatever. And to me, well, that's not a movie. So I put it higher it than the down. theatrical cut because I think it's sure. an improvement on the theatrical cut. Even if it's not a great movie, I did like it better than the original Justice League cut that we got so yeah it almost behaves as a, its own mini series the way he puts chapters in but yeah it's yeah. a better it yeah. tells a better narrative than the original cut for sure and if we would have thrown peacemaker in then i guess we should include the snyder cut so you know i'm cool with it but i like a lot of the added scenes um not all, becomes I mean, there's some stuff i don't like actually yeah oh, Cyborg is better Andy's great the flash is mm-hmm. better um i mean it just shows what a disaster that the theatrical cut was and why I hated it so much is because they just, it was so middle managed by the studio where they took a different director to finish it halfway through. And it's just like a jumble of scenes that have different tones and it's just a complete mess. So I think yeah. even if you yes. don't like the Snyder cut, I think it's an improvement over that. I can, I project mm-hmm. one last thing onto you about why I think you like the Snyder cut and I want our opinion on this sure. and let's, Talk, talk the wrap-up of the DCEU. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing that worked about this thing was the casting. I think you mm-hmm. like this movie, Jacob, because you like seeing the Justice League. They're all pretty likable actors. Yeah. And, I mean, all I've ever wanted was a good Justice League movie. Like I said last week, I was a DC kid growing up, not a Marvel mm-hmm, kid. Yeah. So if I could get an Avengers Infinity War slash Endgame level Justice League movie, I would be happy. And I don't think the Snyder Cut is that good, but uh, you know, one can dream in the future that someday yeah. the DC maybe James Gunn be, will be yeah. the one. You know, maybe he can deliver. Uh, That's right. You would hope so. I do, hope for your sake, that they do. Did you, at the end of the day, Mike, like this casting, or do you think the DCU will be better casting? You know, that's tricky. I think I mentioned with Jacob too. I think the casting was really good. For, yeah, I think the casting was not the problem of, you know, the Justice League. Like, I like Ben Affleck as Batman. I like Henry Cavill well enough. I mm-hmm. like Jason Momoa. I like Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. I like every, Ezra Miller's know, performance. Flash, but, uh, I don't yeah. like Ezra Miller. I think their performance is fairly, when they're on, they're on. Like, especially yeah. in the Flash movie. It's like, okay. But, you know, overall, no a good roster. They just didn't do anything with them. And I know you have a soft spot for the TV Flash. So, yeah, they nailed the casting. That's the only thing that they nailed. Um, so unfortunately well, you call, have to pivot me, from a Margot Robbie or, you know, all these, you know, characters, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. I mean, that's come she's on. Now the Harley Quinn, like you can't leave Barry behind in the future. Right. 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 True. Um, give me that cross. We'll see how Lady Gaga does in Joker part two or whatever. Oh, it's I'm called. Sure she'll crush. Yeah. But, um, but Colin, interesting rankings. Yeah. 
one thing I just want to say about the flash too. Don't you think it would have been better if those cameos had John Wesley ship and Justin in some yeah, capacity? It, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, as the kid who rented the first quote unquote flash movie from blockbuster, which was the pilot of the John Wesley ship movie where he looked right. like Barry Allen stepping out of a cog book. I don't understand how you cannot put that man in it. That is insane to me, but so uh, what do I know? Max, Especially if we have you Nick Cage. Um, yeah. Guys, yeah. You're adding all yeah. the Superman to Batman. That guys. seems so insulting. It seems like <laughs> the on. mandate was just movie stars, not TV stars, huh? They keep them separate. Well, it's more like uh, people don't – I guess people don't care about The Flash, so we just want to pack as many Batmans but, and Supermans as we can into this but thing. But even Adam West was a movie star. Like he had a Batman movie. Like it seems yeah. like across the board it was truly like – And George Reeves, the first – caliber of star Superman. we're having – was in those, but he was in those black and white movie serials. Like, it's so weird for them to be like, but whatever you do, never acknowledge the fact that The Flash has a beloved fan base yeah. of rabid TV fans. Do not just don't acknowledge them. the Arrowverse at all, what? which RIP well, just ended. So, no, and, and you don't even get Smallville Clark Kent if we're gonna do all the Superman. They definitely just said, no. fuck it. And the problem is, that's like, so wild. Teenagers, that's like a huge market of the movie going audience. And you're just like, they love this Flash show and you're not going to throw them a bone? Like, no yeah. wonder nobody Nine showed seasons. Up. Yeah. It's Nine so seasons. Nine seasons. Flash Cop. Well, I really, I, I don't have really movie stuff. I've been watching shows, Colin. Do you have movie stuff? Because I think I got a pretty good segue um, over to now. TV, I think, if we're ready to now. ride after this yeah. update on the DCU. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Let's so, ride. Uh, as we've been saying... Right, Let's you go. love the Flash, so I think we're going to transition over there. But what they could have done with this Flash movie is had a reverse Flash played by one of the TV show actors who's upset that Ezra took everything from them. I was supposed to be the Flash, and you took it. Oh, that oh. that would be funny. Like, like, like they have Augustine a grudge. Yeah, reverse yeah. Flash. That's a yeah. One way to I was do telling that. you, like the ones one season where they had uh, Savitar, I think, where where mm-hmm. he. It's very similar to the movie where it's Dark Flash and then it turns out to be Barry Allen from the future or whatever. So, yeah, uh, very similar TV lo- plot line that they did. Right. I was you in another universe. But uh, uh, at the end of the DCU uh, update, let's move over then to uh, talking what we're watching on TV right after this. Uh, normies like us. We're back. Here are numbers like us talking to watch you here on a 250 special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we just came from DCU to TV, but you, anything last you want to mention? That's right. Dive into this segment. Yeah, one last thing on The Flash that, Colin, you might find interesting. Mm-hmm. So like I mentioned, no Grant Gustin, no John Wesley Ship in this movie. Mm-hmm. They did have this, and this has sort of come out afterwards, but uh jay garrick briefly appears in in that whole montage of like cameos jay garrick from the flash show played by teddy sears he's of course the guy with the metal helmet and everything this is the silver age flash he's Um, not the flash he's not as he turns out he's not jay garrick in the show he's actually zoom uh but pre that twist people think he's jay garrick so he appears as jay garrick in the flash but they asked that actor afterwards, Teddy Sears. He's like, I don't think I'm in that. Like, I don't remember signing up to be in that. So, so no one knows if they just reused footage or how they got that footage. Um, oh. but it's just another page of like, oh, Did actors. Paid? Like, 
that's the other question is like they can just use actors likenesses now without paying them i don't know how it works but right technically that's not the character he played if that is a version of the flash if he turned out to be zoom so it's like hey dog it's not you we just did a cg thing i don't know i, I guess know. so yeah like no one knows like i was reading about it and like they don't know if it's like reused footage or if it's cg or what it looks like teddy sears as that character but again, they asked him and he's like, I don't remember shooting anything for this. I don't remember signing but anything for this. Why wouldn't you use the John Wesley ship version of that character? That's so insane. Right. Yeah. It's almost like they don't know what they're doing over there. Yeah. You know, but I think Andy but. Muschietti, again, the director was now chosen to make Batman the brave and the bold by James Gunn. So I guess they just yeah. like that. He got that movie across the finish line after like five years. Like he's the one that actually completed it and put it out. Um, I think they knew from the beginning it was going to be a disaster in terms of marketing and like PR and like just trying to get this thing out and hope for the best. But turns out it went even worse than they thought. Well, I, th- I think it's pretty decently directed. I mean, really, you're yeah. doing a parent trap thing. Some of the action scenes are good, even if they are in a a good as far as directing. They're, they're in a CG like empty space but like some of the ideas of the action scenes were all right i don't know maybe he's got something in the tank for a batman movie but i don't know yeah but you we'll said see. now after watching it and being like why didn't they give me my flash are you revisiting yeah that's right so i went back i'm second screening the flash it's a great you know throw it on the second screen while you're working and stuff Netflix now has every season of The Flash, every season of Arrow, every season of Legend of Tomorrow. Now that the entire Arrowverse is done with The Flash ending this year, okay. um, you can rewatch it all now on Netflix. So that's kind of what I'm doing. And I mean, if I do go through like the whole Arrowverse, that's probably going to take like a year. Uh, it's like 40 seasons of TV. Right. Um, we'll see how much, how much I get into it. I was never into Arrow, but I might go through Arrow. I like Legends of Tomorrow. It's a lot of fun, at least the first couple seasons that I that I remember from. So we'll see how long I stick with that. Dog, I was at where you're at when quarantine started. I, yeah. You know, whatever the Flash was up to at that point was my first. And from there, I was like, you know what? I never did Arrow. Arrow. You know what? Legend of Tomorrow's on here. Legend of Tomorrow. Oh, right. you know what? Black Lightning. Black Lightning. Never seen a second of it. Batwoman. Yeah. Did not do Batwoman. I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Ruby Uh, Rose. Yeah. It's it's a great ride, Doug. And can I tell you, out of all those, my favorite was Legends of Tomorrow. I love the heights of the silliness. So if you do, you're in for a good ride. And how satisfying is that fucking first season of Flash, Doug? Oh, the first season of Flash is so good. And... You know, I was recommending to Mike, like if you're watching Flashpoint Paradox and getting into Mm -hmm. some more Flash stuff, just throw the Flash season one on the second screen while you're working. You don't have to pay attention every second of it because it is a CW show. So there's a lot of scenes of like just unnecessary kind of, you know, drama, I guess, that they have to throw in there. But the first season to this thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strong and has a strong mystery behind it. We're like, what? What the fuck's going on? it does lose quality over time. And I did tap out of the flash at like season five or six. And there are nine seasons total. So now I'm going to go through it the whole season for the first time and see how it holds up. Nice. That's, That's a plan. good uh, yeah. entry point. Maybe Yeah, I could always use a second screen show. And uh, yeah, for other normies out there too. I think that's a good recommendation. Legend of tomorrow, Arrowverse. It's all, it's all on Netflix. Now, if you've never endless hours of content, yeah, yeah. big crossovers, Crisis on Infinity Earth, you know, Flashpoint Paradox, of course, they do that as well. 
So, you know, if you okay. like DC, this is the the best DC media live action that you can get from like the last decade. So, guess where yeah. it is? It's not on Max. It's on the it's CW. On it's on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> incredible. Um, if I may kind of throw a, I have a good segue to two things that are on our list here. So I'm on Netflix. So let's stay there, right? Um, one of the things I've been watching, probably won't do big spoilers if you guys haven't seen it, but, uh, the black mirror season six, have you guys seen any of this? Are you fans of the anthology series generally? Uh, Colin, you seen any of six yet? I watched the first two. Typically I am in the past couple years, probably since the movie, which I really did think was a huge achievement. Mm-hmm. I, I have kind of lapsed as a fan. I'll be honest. Gotcha. And Jacob, how about I think you? it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely fallen off a little bit. I was, you know, a fan from the the beginning. I really liked the first couple seasons, especially when it was more, mm-hmm. it was like the BBC production before it became a full-time Netflix production. I, I think it was a little stronger. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen every season up until now, but I have not yet watched any of the new season. I know the first one, Joan is awful. I know like the premise of that. And I was like, uh, okay, that sounds like a parody of a Black Mirror episode or something. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, there's been some talk again, and won't spoil anything, but they, they are leaning a lot closer into horror and like thriller mm. stuff here than right. just general sci-fi. It's almost like it's it's a Twilight Zone analog yeah. instead of... Well, like, they did... Uh, oh, go ahead. They asked uh, the creator, Charlie Brooker, about this and he's like well you know black mirror was never supposed to just be about technology it's more about like human nature and stuff like that so we're trying to do something a little different with this season i, don't I, think guess. That's true, I disagree but... with it. i mean i know you're the creator of it but i think it works yeah. best when it's it's right on the edge of discussing a piece of technology or something that we're using now and showing kind of right. the, literally being the black mirror you know reflecting the screens that we look at all day and a potential uh you know, cautionary tales, let's say, about technology and society intersecting. And when we're doing more scary stuff, it's just I don't think that's what Black Mirror is built for, even the name of it, but, really. Yeah, Black Mirror is like the, it's your, the phone screen when it's It off means the phone Mirror. or the TV, correct. Yeah. yeah. But how many episodes can you do where it's like, oh, you vote up and down on your phone for, you know, it's social media be executed bad. or something? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, I feel yeah. like they've done every cons, like, they've sort of gone. I mean, I guess you could do more with like AI and things like that are kind of now becoming very popular. Yeah, they were zeitgeist. Yeah. yeah, now that script can be going. But anyway, I'm 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 on the very last episode, and weirdly, the final episode is shaping up to be my favorite. But overall, ah. I consider it to be kind of mid. But the last one does have a good hook that I'm I'm enjoying. Do you I, have a favorite in the series, Mike? I don't know if I have a favorite in the entire series. Um, Playtest, I like, but that's a little... It's less... Yes. I think Nosedive is still one of the strongest ones they've ever done. Which one is Nosedive? Bryce Dallas Howard one. Uh, See, that's the one where it's like... Guys, come on. Now that they've done that, I feel like a lot of episodes are like similar to that premise where it's like... Yeah. That's just the best version of that. Yeah, but I think that by itself is good. Um, But I like... uh, I really like the 15 million merits or whatever from the first season, which was, I feel like encapsulates every theme that Black Mirror was going for, where it's like the Is guy the riding the bikes. Yeah. And the That's guy gets his own one. show with the, where he's holding the glass to his neck and stuff. And then I like the one where the prime minister. The the day. Yeah. It yeah. fucks the pig the fucks first the time. That, yeah, one's that one's crazy. Rory, Rory Kinnear is incredible. Yeah. In that one. I think my favorite, yeah. and this might be a good segue to something else you're watching, Mike, but I think mm. it's called Bear the Bear or White Bear. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's the bear. one about the woman who gets like chased by the paparazzi, right? Is that is that yeah. what that 
one like was, a, was like hunt, a twist and turns out like, she's being hunted but really she's did a she's fucking bad, bad thing yes. yeah and it's a prison really sentence like that, that she does this infinitely yes. yeah that's yes. a good Skates one it's her memory wiped more recently i also like the uh i like the star trek one with uh What's his name? Where he's Our like a guy from Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Todd Alandry. Yeah, Todd. And then I also oh, like the one where uh, that's Anthony a cl- clones his coworkers or whatever has and has these traps with his friend I in the video game. Striking buddies or whatever. Yeah. Oh, striking vipers. Striking yeah. Vipers. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the best thing Anthony Mackie's ever Here's done. Here's the thing. I'm glad I asked this because let's take them off. <laughs> I love Black Mirror. It turns yeah, out, yeah, I love hearing ones. all those episodes. I just I feel miss like the season. This so, season doesn't give me that yeah. feeling, but the last episode yeah. is. So see, mileage okay. may vary, okay. but you know, I had to bear with. And you're right, Colin. That is a good segue um, because to go to Hulu now. You know, I've been doing a lot of cooking in the last couple of years. I love the Bear season <sighs> one, and we just got the Bear season two. Two of my favorite things now: mental health and cooking food. Wow. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, Mike. I don't yeah. even want your opinion on the show. I just want to point out and ask you this angle of it. Mm-hmm. You're a good-looking white guy with tattoos who cooks. Yeah. What is this representation? Are you <laughs> feeling just so seen on TV right now? <laughs> well, you know. Also, very mentally stable people. So you I'm like, hell yeah, Chicago. bro, it's me. Um, I think stock is going up for people who can cook with tattoos on their forearms. So that's uh, for me to see, you know. Dog. Yeah. Um, well, that's always been a thing yeah. where I feel like a lot of the back of house chefs and stuff are just very tatted up and like just. But always, it is. But there's sexy. a conversation happening on now. That, now we're yeah. Jacob. There is. Sure. It is being pointed out that it is in the way that big butts in rap music videos had a moment. <laughs> Sexy forearms serving food covered in tattoos are having a moment right the, now. Like, one yeah. of the only green flags straight white guys have apparently is cooking and having forearm <laughs> tattoos right now in society. <laughs> right. So I'll take one it. I'm so day. proud of you, dude. Uh, thank uh, you, lip. Thank you. People are thirsting after him. You know, yep. Lip from Shameless. Uh, and Jeremy. Not like a conventionally Dog. like attractive bone structure but like he's good yeah he's got great hair great performance yeah no and then they have will poulter and looking like uh, well (laughs) i wanted to say jacob i know you haven't caught up on it mike i watched this whole season as well but Mm -hmm. when fucking adam warlock shows up mike it is like call me the sahara because i got a thirst dog like look at this fucking (laughs) guy guy? he is it is jacob again in the context of of him making pastries and he's got like stubble and tattoos and he's like talking to you in his british accent and you're thinking that guy's got the soul gem trapped in his forehead (laughs) yeah and i'm glad he's maturing from his like weird looking kid phase where he's just playing kids yeah well i'm seeing that on social media now they're like how did this become this and there's a lot of like thirst videos over the this version Uh, so good for him he's i have heard uh (laughs) some discourse about so the main guy and the main lady ao yeah sydney Edabiri. yeah the, the whole discourse the now best. is like, are they going to get together? Like, are, do you ship uh, the Ross no, and Rachel? That's of it. so yeah. dumb. No, right. We'll see Not where they go. I won't spoil. I think it'll the show, they'll make but... they'll stretch it out for a few seasons if they actually do get together. Like, it'll be kind of a few seasons down the line. Right, right. But I will say, there's one episode um, called Seven Fishes. I believe it's a sixth episode. It's a flashback to a Christmas time, and we have Jamie Lee Curtis as his mother. A lot of great guest stars. We have mm. uh, Bob Odenkirk. We have uh, John Mulaney, Spider Ham. A lot of really, really good uh, cameos, mm. and it's one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen. But Jamie Lee Curtis is really putting some great tape out there. It's like some of the best wow. stuff I've seen her done, like ever. 
So nice. uh, great, I point great something season. out really dumb for the deep Marvel heads. If you watched the Punisher Netflix show, John guess Bernthal. what? Fucking John Barenthal is in it. And guess what? The cousin, Eben Moss uh, Bacharach, is Micro. He plays Microchip, right. the partner to the Punisher in that. They play best friends in this, too. It's so fucking wild. Wow, yeah. And he's again, and John, John Barenthal Berenthal plays the guy's brother, right? That, yeah. Like, yeah. It's nice to know about Michael. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, that, that guy also, Christmas. Eben Moss, whatever. Um, that guy was also in Andor, and he was oh, you know, cool. He had a good part in Andor, right? Oh, oh yeah. dirty Star Wars boy! I would like. Wow, to see okay. Shout out to our Cargo Bay pod. Maybe, yes. maybe, maybe I'll follow. Uh, that's right. Got to no, love yeah. Andor. But I absolutely loved it. Again, it's kind of it's it's stressful watch. I said to you, Jacob, that it's kind of uncut gems energy in a kitchen, and I saw a review mm. come out like a day later that said that. And I'm like, who's listening to me? Um, that's amazing but it's great and it does what a good season two should do which is take some of the ancillary side characters from season one and really expand and explore their backstory and arcs so we get kind of the whole kitchen staff is more fleshed out some of them get right. dedicated episodes and i think it's a really good way to handle kind of the growth of not only the show but the restaurant and um yeah so again a uh, great second season um which might be a good segue to uh a strange new world that is also mm, to be mm. a good second season, maybe expanding on our uh, other cast members. But Star yeah. Trek, we had to get one in. We were going to do one this week, but the Watch It came Hooray! Out. We can at least talk about it. Strange we New World. Right to talk about Take it. it away. And we'll, we'll probably do an episode on maybe at the finale or something. Talk Strange New World in full. A wrap up of this. Yep. But we have two episodes maybe, this season, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mike, what you were saying about... Um, the uncut gems vibe with that show, the bear um, that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Having worked back a house before and I saw a little bit of the first season, I need to get back into it, but I'm definitely going to keep watching it um, because Candle that sitting. is what, you know, the experience of working back at a house at a restaurant can be very chaotic and stressful. So I'm glad they're capturing that uh, energy, but yeah, yeah, strange new worlds, new season, two episodes, not out so chaotic far. energy. No. Yeah. Um, I like it so far. I'm waiting for more episodes, but so far it's been pretty strong. Mostly just wrapping up um, storylines that were kind of cliffhangered at the end of the first season. Um, so I'm 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 looking forward to them to getting into some new adventures going forward as well. Yeah, I kind of didn't expect them to get both of those things resolved so quickly. Yeah, what's going on with Una and then um, uh, Sung? You know. Yeah, but, Colin. What do you think of the first two episodes? Um, so check it out. I was primed, dude. I took a little vacation into the Speed Force recently and yep. was with my family during that and was with my dad and was like, yo, check it out. New episodes of my favorite Star Trek TV show are dropping. While we have my Apple TV, I want to show you guys new Star Trek to get you guys into it. My brother and my dad. So we watched the pilot and they were like, this is dope. Yeah. My dad left and on the flight home they had on the plane second and third episode so he is like cranking away at this show i'm like that's great i started total rewatch i burned through season one like in a day just i have like the fucking day off when i get home it fucking ruled mike i'm like this is great i love strange new worlds dived into these two new episodes 
and they're fine. I'm kind of like you guys where I'm like, oh, I didn't really want to see them take the easy way out on this with both these episodes. And you guys are obviously much more next gen guys than I am. So that second episode, I really wasn't just equipped for just like a total quiet talk em up episode, which I didn't really love. But yeah, I, the, I do uh, respect is a Star Trek staple. Yeah, yeah it's the, the measure of the man type episode, the courtroom drama. Court um, Marshall, I think, from the yeah, TOS Court Mar- or something. Yeah, yeah. there's the cool. drum head also from The Next Generation, which is a good one. Um, this one was okay. Not you as good as Measure of the Man, sometimes. of course. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's like every argument I was like, yeah, of course. Like, of Honestly, course. the first like, episode yes. of TNG is a courtroom drama when Q's like, humans are bad, prove me wrong. Right. Oh, I guess. <laughs> <far point. laughs> um, um, the thing is, yeah. with being a, a Trek person, having seen all the earlier shows and stuff, you see a lot of tropes kind of come up again and maybe not done as well. So, like, the whole the whole Una being augmented thing was already fucking done by Deep Space Nine, of course, uh, with mm-hmm. Dr. Bashir, Bashir who, was, who was genetically modified, and that's a whole thing. Lied so I feel it. like, yeah, I mean, if you're going into it having not seen these other Trek shows, it might seem more interesting but having seen so many track it's like i've kind of been there done that um it's not a bad episode at all like i thought it was totally fine like like you said colin yeah so yeah i like the second one a lot more than the first one the first one's another take on we have to steal the enterprise when we're not supposed to to go do a mission yes. right like yeah. that's a lot of that's pretty much every it tos feels movie. like a movie yeah yeah, yeah you're but it's, right. it was I like fine. that one because uh you see klingons uh, mm-hmm. And I like that. And of course, Strange New World started as a spinoff from Discovery. Discovery had some very controversial looking Klingons where they just completely changed the look of them. But now they're like, maybe oh. those were like an offshoot of the normal Klingons. And here we just get much like the more. TOS ones. We don't talk about that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, the TOS ones, they didn't have the forehead ridges and stuff. Obviously, makeup wasn't where it was at then. No, but they asked Worf at one point, and I think DS9 is like, we do, we do not discuss it. Like, like yeah, they don't tribbles, explain it. They just, and tribulations, yeah. Yeah, yeah tribulations and time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so it was yeah. fun to see those Klingons in episode one. Yeah. That totally could have been a stretched out plot for a movie where they're just trying to false flag the Federation. Like, that is straight up just some TOS era Absolutely. movie shit. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Search for Spock. But for our season premiere, I thought it was okay. Yeah. And they did the action. The, I think the guy who plays Spock rules. Yeah. Yes. My he's hot awesome. take is that he's better. Ethan Peck is a better Spock than Zachary Quinto. And yes. I don't hate Zachary uh, Quinto either. I agree with that. Yeah, we'll that's, get there. That's we'll an interesting to point. Examine it. Yeah, that's right. Now, have we ever talked about that he is legendary screen actor, uh, Atticus Finch actor, Gregory Peck's grandson? <laughs> no, I, I didn't know that. That's explicitly that said that. I assumed he was related. That's, yeah. That's yeah. weird, right? <laughs> well, They're tall. He's, he's like 6'1. So yeah, six two. But he totally nails the. Uh, I mean, he totally gets Nimoy's Spock from the movie. He does. He yeah. does. Mm-hmm. He absolutely even does. more than Zachary Quinto. And I don't hate Zachary Quinto as Spock at all. We'll get there, like you said. But I just love this cast. Love Anson Mount, of course. Uh, yep. love- oh, Doctor yeah. Mabenga is great. Like I love oh, that guy. You learn that he's a little more great. badass than we expected too. Yes. He's been through yeah. shit in that first episode. But yeah. also our beloved chapel is just still right there making me happy, That's too. Right. Oh, yeah. I forgot that they took steroids and beat up Klingons in that episode for a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, have a, like a, they have a super serum, I guess, in yeah, Star Trek, but they've never used it before. And Mbenga was oh, a Oh, let's veteran. take this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Destroy them. Um, I do want to mention with the courtroom drama, again, I think Measure of a Man is a better episode, but I think this is a good episode to have. It's an important episode to have right now because it's, again, like 
She's being persecuted for something she can't control. She's seen as less than a citizen, and people are trying to take her autonomy and rights at a time where that's yeah. happening. So I think yeah. having this kind of thing about visibility and people are marginalized, obviously, we're always socially commentating. That's what Star Trek does. So I think it's good timing to have this conversation. But overall, Measure of a Man, I think, is a stronger episode. But I did like episode two, and the lawyer uh, actress did a great job. Um, yeah, childhood friend. Yeah. I think she she does it's, crush it. Uh, but here's the thing, Jacob. I want a spinoff that's just that Law and Star Wars. Yes, it's Star Wars, yes. Law, Star Trek Law. But yeah. Star Law. Jacob, aren't there like three the Orville episodes where there's a trial where the the <laughs> twist is by the end the lawyer's like, and I'm this thing too, and everybody's yeah. like, yes. Well, the Orville right. has a great plot line dealing with trans issues that I think oh, doesn't mm-hmm. in a way that Star Trek never really did. So, I think. As much as I like Strange New Worlds, Orville is still beating it for me right now in terms of new treks because that's insane. No there's that's some really insane. good. Watch it. <laughs> I've seen all of the seen Orville. It, so no opinion. There's some really. It's, strong guess episodes. what? You've seen yeah. all of it. Period. It's not coming back. <laughs> hey, oh no! Don't you dare say that. Okay. Um, no, you're most likely right, but it did get a great uh, season finale that can also be a series finale. So, oh. shout out to Orville, Seth McFarlane. Maybe I'll just watch that episode. <laughs> yeah yeah who yeah. knows but um i see another thing on this list it's uh kind of monstrous colin what are you watching skull island what tell me about this you know i'm a godzilla boy yeah what's going on here so so mike even even worse to have to break this news to you i did want to put this on here as a warning set out the oh. skull alert so this is a new i guess anime we've argued about this in the past a new animated series that's on netflix, netflix. it's called skull island takes place in the universe of Kong Skull Island. It's all that garbage, but the monster verse. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, Mike, this is our beloved uh, animation studio that does Castlevania. What is that? Powerhouse? Yeah, Powerhouse, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We double check, but yes, go on. It fucking sucks, dude. It fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, it very huh? quickly, it dropped this weekend. I sat down for the first two and was like, this is going to be great. It sucks. It just became a background thing. Let me tell you what else I was shocked by. Barely ever see fucking King Kong in it. Oh, geez. Reminds me <laughs> seems of a lot more TV like show. A, it, it seems Godzilla more like TV a show. Jurassic Park or maybe a Godzilla TV show. It's very weird. Shit. I'm trying to think of is is this the same company that also did this Pacific Rim animated spinoff? That um, could be true. Sure. It might be a different one, but I remember checking that out, not really loving it either. So yeah. maybe. Yeah. And being like, how does Netflix have the rights to these properties as original series? That's what I don't get, Jacob. <laughs> yeah. Different what do you mean you have like... Pacific Rim? What does that mean? <laughs> Again, it <laughs> Make might... a movie then. Pacific Rim does feel like you could it could work better as an anime Evangelion audience. I don't know. Mecha yeah. audience is a lot bigger with animated, but Gundam. Yeah. Yeah, um, not the same company, but the same company Powerhouse did do He-Man, which we liked. Um, oh, okay. sure. Yeah, I guess to get us, um, unless Jacob has a final TV after this, just one more bummer of a Mm. thing. I was on Max and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I found out about Gremlins, Secrets of the Mogwai existing again. That's right. The children's show that tells the origin of Gizmo. Yeah. Did you watch it? The budget. I watched one episode. It looks like it has a terrible budget. It's it's. I can't sure. recommend it. Maybe it gets better, but after one episode, I'm out. It's for kids, obviously. Maybe kids like it, but not for but, me. But, Mike, I tried the pilot as well, and I got to say, you say it's for kids. 
well, then what's up with the setting and the story? And it, it, to me, it just seemed impenetrable just from a concept of you've got a Smurfs-like village of the gremlins. Now they are stolen and they just have to be like in like a terrible time. And you're like, oh, no, I don't want to see this. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the, 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 we need to get out of we're going to ruin all of Shanghai. We need to go. I don't know. It's like maybe a little too serious. Right. Yeah. No Howie yeah. Mandel. So get around right. the mountains of China. Yep. Well, speaking of animation and, and kids animation, mm-hmm. one other thing about Star Trek and about Paramount as a studio, good, they're not good. doing so good. And in fact, the show Star Trek Prodigy, which is the animated, uh, more kid uh, influenced or based uh, show with yeah, Janeway kind of guest starring. Um, that was Star canceled. Trek Secrets of the Mogwai. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was canceled. Paramount Plus is like dropping all these shows. Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies, which was a show on Paramount Plus, just got completely removed. So uh, you can't even watch like the the current episodes that had come out. And it, and I'm just reading this news about Paramount. They may like go out of business within a year. So that's oh, going to affect our Star Trek shows that we saying? love. Yeah. What are you saying? Whoa. There may not be a Paramount Plus. Who is year, saying so. that? We all saw Rise of the Beasts. The Beasts <laughs> rose. Yeah, it's not fine. doing very well, unfortunately. How dare you say that to my face? They need there was at least 20 people them. in my theater. Yeah. At least. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of on par with Flash right now in terms of box office. So that's alone. Is Excuse not me. Good. It won the opening weekend of Flash. Flash came in it third did. that weekend. Let me and tell you, this weekend, Colin, do you know what the Love number that. one movie at the box office was this weekend? It don't Elemental. Elemental. It was yeah. Spider-Man Across the uh, thank Spider-Verse. God. Thank so God. A film I've seen twice now. It's beating Transformers. It's beating The Flash. Beating no hard feelings, which just came out this weekend. Yeah, beating I elemental. Don't care. I don't care. Well, I not, eat I them alive. It's yeah. got legs. Yeah, it's got eight of them, bro. <laughs> Dog times infinity because there's so exactly. many spider people. In it. Oh Plus, my god, no! A perfect tie-in though. 2018 is when the first one came out. Didn't do well. Like didn't do gangbusters, but became a cult right. hit on streaming and won an Oscar. And then all this buzz for the sequel. And now the sequel's doing great. So good yeah. for them, but not a financial success initially. Well, so let me ask my two smart buddies here. What is the end game of taking this stuff off the platforms? I don't know. I think it's like an accounting thing where they can write it off as a tax thing if they don't have the episodes available anymore. Uh, but it bums me out because it's like... So if you look at Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad was not a hit in its first couple seasons. It only became a hit through word of mouth and people mm-hmm. saying, hey, this show is really good. And by the end of the show, a lot of people were watching it. But a lot of people had to catch up and weren't watching it live to begin with. Now, shows like that will never get a chance to like reach that level because they're so often they're canceled after one or two seasons with this streaming model. And execs have basically said, like, they don't care. They don't want cult hits. They don't want something that'll grow an audience. They want something. They only care about this quarter and, you know, fuck the future. Like, that's all we care about. We only care about the short term. And that's why companies are dying, I guess, because they're just so now focused on just getting having the best results for every quarter. You know, it's just just bums me out. It's terrible. Yeah, I agree, man. And. The other thought is, oh, does it consolidate eyeballs on what you think are actually going to be more successful products? But I, I mean, I I still think that's a no-win scenario. Yeah, but um, the streaming bubble is bursting. So it's like Max with all these changes, like they're adding all this reality garbage content and just mixing it up with the good HBO shows and stuff. So it's just all this 
slurry of content, you know, just put it into your brains. Content, content, content. That's all we care uh, Yeah, about. and there's more than we can ever watch, which is why you need to, you know, listen to our recommendations, fans and listeners. Exactly. Because you know, we'll steer you hopefully in the right direction. Or <laughs> we'll watch it. some stuff that you yeah. definitely shouldn't. We'll let you know <laughs> that we made a mistake. <laughs> I would um, just urge people again to buy stuff. Yeah, because this is a, becomes an issue of a media preservation, right? Um, yeah, and a lot of times you can't even get physical media of these shows because they only yeah. appear on streaming. And then if they get taken off their streaming service, they're just literally like lost media. Oh, you it's haven't like seen my my Bridgerton Blu-rays, Jacob? <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah. all these people with torrents no. running, these pirates are preservationists to a certain extent. Yeah, you know, yeah. More than the yeah. companies that own the media are. Like, again, look at the Batgirl movie that was a completed shot um, movie God. that is now like essentially lost media because if Someone, you have the cut of the battle legendary yeah yeah somebody's got to steal like, that off a server right but um, a lot of things it. in hollywood right now are really grim capitalism is just kicking our ass lately it just feels like so sure not is. great for people who just like movies and tv as an art form kind of thing you know no 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 it's a bit of a bummer and you know again on the preservation point the film industry is not the only thing that has an issue with media preservation so do uh video games so there's my segue we're gonna go ahead and get over to what we're playing and also maybe just general computer technology update yeah Mm. uh so playing games great segue here we go right after this We're back here on Normies Like Us, talking episode 250, a big watch yet, where it's wow. the future. Doot, 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 doot. It must right. be. We're yeah. talking tech stuff, video games, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, That's absolutely. Right. You know, what we're playing, let's, st- let's stick with the standard model of the 250 episodes prior to this, though. What are we playing? Colin, I see that you have a pretty big list here, and I know we've been talking off-pod about your progress here. So kick it off. Where, where are you at? What have you been playing? Yeah, what's yeah. got you going? So check it out. E3 doesn't exist. Mm-mm. It just sucks. Just yeah. fucking sucks. This thing you wanted to go to as a kid, it's gone. Yeah. Fuck you for ever wanting to go to that. Did okay, you guys ever get to go? No, did no. you? I went multiple years, but I'm not trying to brag. We uh we would do Craigslist scam. You know, you find a company in the Midwest that makes like oh, shitty on. games. They say a hundred bucks will give you put your name on the list. You're like sick. So we would get in for like a hundred bucks every year and just run around. Saw the LA Kings captain there with his kid in the Nintendo booth. Got like what the Todd fuck? McFarlane to sign a Halo poster that I don't have anymore. Wild things at E3. But uh, I worked a Tostitos um, web ad outside of I don't know if it was E3 if it was just some sort of like LAX video game con. But that's about the closest I ever got, Mike. Dang, yeah, we we had you know we had some methods to get in there i think some of my friends work the booths too and they you know sneak in with a badge but that was back in the day so rip e3 it was a really really rip cool e3 thing. was a cool thing comic-con everybody's fucking pulling out of it this yeah, year Comic-Con's gonna, maybe gonna fucking suck too it's We're like yeah cons are over bubbles. i think it's, it's yeah. every company has, well it's like video games every company has their own thing now yeah Nintendo has their own thing so well that's where comic-con is going as well yeah, Disney has so their own i shit. Yeah. Say all that to say to y'all, uh, did you happen to catch that that um, Nintendo, you know, activation or whatever the fuck they Nintendo call it? Nintendo Directs and... Yeah. Not so much the Nintendo one. I did, you know, we could talk about 
video game video summer fest or whatever summer game fest is summer that what it fest. was yeah yeah there's yeah. some news out of there that we could talk about as well if you wanted to touch well, on this i'm only excited about the nintendo side of things <laughs> i want the nintendo start course, because i did see we kicked at the call and there was Look. one thing in particular that i got stoked about from the nintendo announcement too and Look. Like here's what i dropped and shared with you guys they're doing all this stuff there's a new mario game whatever if you guys recall on our mario episode i was like hey I have a perennial challenge in my life. Every year I play Mario RPG and then stop and turn it off because I forget I'm playing it. And then when I go back to it, I'm like, I can't remember where I was. So I'll restart. And then I never beat it. Right. Was announced to get a fucking 4k remake or whatever. It Mm -hmm. looks awesome. I couldn't be fucking happier. I will finally be beating this game. Yeah. And it's one of those cult classics. Like, People who played it love it, you know, and finally it's getting some shine. I always wondered when Mallow or something was going to make it into Smash Brothers. Maybe it's a not Mallow, too late. Amiibo, Mike, a Gino, yeah. Amiibo. What are you Come even on. saying? Most of those things rhyme, too. It sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Amiibo, why not, you know? I Mama think that would be Mama wonderful. Amiibo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about that, too, you That's know? That's great, you know, my yeah. Cousin had that That's great news Nintendo. for you, Colin. Hell Yeah. They're making a new Mario game as well, where you can turn into an elephant. Were you, well, you seem to, the premise just seems to be, what if Mario took drugs? That's fascinating. Jacob, they announced there was a video, I don't know if you saw this, where they were like, pay attention now, and then it cut to, and it was like, she also gets a game. And this was after the Mario RPG, a new Mario game, and they announced they were remastering a Luigi's Mansion video game from the 3DS. But they go, she's also getting a game. And Peach comes out and she uh, opens a door and she shuts it. And they're like, what's she doing? You'll see. And it's like, <laughs> oh, what an interesting way to sell a Peach game coming out. Wow, to be like, we exists. don't know what it is yet either. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Get on your Taylor Joy to sure it'll be great. Voice yeah. again. Mm, I'm not positive it will, but I'll buy it because I buy all their games like a fool. Interesting. But yeah, we're getting a Peach game. And I think, of course, on cool the Nintendo side. Both- Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say we also have the Zelda. Uh, Illumination is going to be making a Zelda game, apparently, was announced. So No. Impossible. Same? <laughs> impossible. Yeah. Can't or be a true. movie. Illumination's doing a Zelda movie. Okay. Based well, on the you know, no. success of Super Mario Brothers movie, no. they're going to make a Zelda movie, Illumination style. And like we we talked about that, like we don't want Illumination to do it. So maybe have farts and butts and stuff. <laughs> We're going to have Koroks yeah. looking like minions and shit. And again, yeah. how do you have a protagon- a silent protagonist like like Link in a movie? Like, I'm just really interested just get to see Chris how they Pratt pull that to do off. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just He'll have play every voice dudes. of every Nintendo character, and again, uh, Seth Seth Rogen is Ganondorf. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get you. Speak that into existence. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, but uh, with uh, the speaking of, of the wild. Well, yeah, yeah they're yeah. announcing all the Mario stuff. It's like, all right, we're going with all the hits. So good. Nintendo's yes. growth happening. Yeah, it, and they seem of Zelda, to have been reminded that people like Mario with this movie. It is exciting. Yes, yes. sorry, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm even surprised by how successful it is right now because for how mid it is as a movie. For how mid it is, and there's like obviously Spider Verse is a better animated movie. So like, I don't know, mm-hmm. but people say really that to like Mario's Spider-Man. face. You say that to his little Italian face. I will. Yeah, Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. But speaking of Zelda Con, have you been still playing uh, Tears of the Kingdom? Can we get an update on that? Thank you. Here's the thing. Have not touched it since the last time I talked to it. It's not here. It's been maybe two hours total of gameplay. That's terrible. Here's what's been occupying it instead. 
Um, I had purchased two games before I bought Zelda. Persona 5 Royale, not happening. It's just not going to happen. I'm going to try. It's not going to happen. And then Fire Emblem Engage, Ah. uh, which is a tactics game. Mike, Persona is a role-playing game. I mean, you were about to say, they both take hours and hours and hours, right? They do. They do. But one has, yeah, like the... The tactics kind of side, the combat of Fire Emblem, I think, is... They're, they're two different beasts, but yeah, it's what do you want to spend 200 yes. hours on? And you right. chose the Fire Emblem. I chose Fire Emblem just to get it done. I love that franchise, and I just felt like I owed it. It's not my favorite one, um, and I ended up putting 85 in it and literally okay. finishing it last night. So I am I am happy to walk away with what could be probably... 12 more hours of DLC that we'll be lucky if I ever see the light of day on. Got it. 85 is pretty reasonable. Yeah. You know, when it comes to, you're talking about Fire Emblem and Persona, why not play both of them together in one game called Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, which is what I borrowed from you uh, about a month back and I've been playing a little bit of. Um, Mm. And that's an older, um, that's the game, the mainline game before Engage, I believe. And uh, like I said, that has elements of Persona where you have the daily life sin where you're going around this academy or school and talking to different people, going on tea parties, dates with them, and all kinds of yeah, fun things like that. engagements. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah Colin, you're not, not a huge uh, Three Houses fan? I, I like it. I said to you, it's still not what I would call peak Fire Emblem. I think that's much more on the right path. A lot of the fans were outraged by the social simulator the fact that like i would say 80 percent of that game is you just being like whose books do i want to carry to class this morning <laughs> right Damn. you're trying to build your relationships which will help you in combat because the stronger yeah. your relationship with his characters you can do different things and it's harry exactly potter the fire persona yeah yeah but, i mean exactly. there's so much of what i understand the fan a, a sizable portion of the fan base uh is very into shipping these characters so it's like yes. we put a whole ship mechanic why are you upset I right. you, this. you yeah. can romance we, like every character in the game yeah we yeah. want you to fuck these cartoons this <laughs> right. is what you want admit it i see your forum like, well <laughs> I, mike do you have like any history with these do you play these at all fire emblem the most i got into was uh there was one on game boy advance that i was very into um, sure and you know i like the rock paper scissors of that game we're like Spear better than sword, axe better than spear, sword better than axe. You know, it's just kind right. of this. Yeah, that's why I like three houses, where I scissors. feel like they went away from that whole rock. Paper yeah, scissors. made right. the combat a little more complex, where it's not just like, oh, my sword beats your spear. Um, which I don't mind that either. the tactical element of who you're deploying because it's like, yeah, you know, and then range yeah. is a slightly different thing. But, but I'm yeah. a huge Engage fan of those uh, tactical mm. tactical type of games. I'm a huge fan of like. Uh, you know, Final Fantasy Tactics Vance I played. Back I wanted to know. I wanted yeah. to know. I know that your history with that game, but I was curious if really any others stood out for you for this style. Advance Wars. Enjoy. Yes. Okay. Um, very fun series for the Game Boy and stuff. Um, I know a sleeper. Konami, yeah. PlayStation 1, Vandal Hearts 1. Right. The, one of the absolute best tactical RPGs. If, if Final Fantasy Tactics didn't right. exist, that would be my favorite one. Okay. Yeah. And of course, I'm also a huge fan of 10 hours. XCOM, XCOM 2. Which yeah, is, I was going to say yeah. now those and Mike with your Valkyrie Chronicles, do you Correct. guys consider those dead on tactics games? I guess so, right? They're not so much like it, XCOM isn't really an RPG, I would say, but it is a tactics game. 
Yeah. Not, you are leveling up the different characters and giving them new abilities and stuff. Um, but it's, there's no kind of relationship sim element of it, though. I just yeah. consider it the next evolution of at least grid-based tactics because you have specialized sure. units that have advantages over other units. And instead of clicking them and moving them on the grid and waiting for that to happen, you're just walking third yeah. person. So it's like pretty much they're, they're the same thing. You know, if you pull the camera back and locked it down, you just... That you does know. a... Yeah, that's true. And that yeah. makes me think of a question that I'm wondering, Colin, mm-hmm. if you had any interest. But so X, the company that makes XCOM... Recently, I think uh, maybe a year back, made a game called Marvel Midnight Suns, I think, or X-Men Midnight Suns, which is a Mm -hmm. tactics game featuring Mm -hmm. X-Men characters. Uh, So it's basically XCOM-type combat with X-Men. Do you have any interest in ever playing that? You know, it goes back to um, GameStop had a sale literally this week where it was like a buy one, get one, where I was like literally weighing like, do I want to like get this for like PS5, like as the add-on game, Jacob? And it goes back to our generation having those Kenner Batman toys that were like... Batman wears a ski suit. Batman wears it where he was just literally painted different colors. You know what I mean? I get so bugged when you mess with the base original. And the fact that that game is like Wolverine gets possessed by the Ghost Rider and Ghost Rider is also possessed by the Ghost Rider and Hulk's possessed (laughs) by the Ghost Rider. Like all that stuff just like bums me out so much to the point where I'm like, I don't even want to touch it. So I, it just, yeah, I'm just turned off by the aesthetic. How like, are we going to have skins on that. to ch- buy? You know? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and that is more of a, you know, it has mixed reviews. I don't yes. know too much about it, but it does have that XCOM turn-based combat with more of a relationship angle where you can like romance different characters like yes. Jean Grey or whoever. I don't know. Yes. But, and That's a lot of people so don't like it Scotty because the story know. is not very good uh, <laughs> and the cutscenes are not great or something. So, But again, I don't have a lot of experience. So maybe I'll play The high point day. of X-Men video yeah. games is X-Men Legends 2. And I will not hear any arguments against. Hell yeah, dude. You only <laughs> the speak best. the truth, Mike. That <laughs> is you. it. Right. I there. cannot lie. Cannot lie. But that uh, that is truly it for me, guys. I'm on the hunt for a new video game right now, but I'm also going like pause. I maybe don't need something. I want to just like focus on getting some other stuff done, put yeah. my, you know, entertainment itch to the side for a second and then come back to it and get excited. There's also the possibility that I might be playing some Fortnite with you guys in the future. Ooh, I don't know hey. if that segues anything. Love that. Great you segue. Drop this right into it. It's a hot drop. Perfect. Oh no. It's a classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for me, what I've been playing, um, you know, I haven't had as much free time lately due to just yeah some stuff in my personal life that's taking up a lot of time. So I've had mm-hmm. less free time to play or consume media recently. So my, what you've yeah. been, what you've been playing is mostly just Fortnite, you know, Fortnite and with the, with the gang, mm-hmm. got the, you know, former, uh, normie host, Joe, I play with him and his family a lot. And we just have the little ass, hang uh, sessions asses. on the old discord. Yeah. The East coast gang. Um, uh-huh. And uh, lately, I've been playing with with Mike. I've been playing with friend of the show Adam. West Coast uh, Daddies, West Cargo Coast, Pays, West, Coast, Coast, Papas, Coast yeah. West Coast, West Coast, West Coast Daddies. Who's got a key for Daddy Jacob? Yeah, um, it's got a key. So, Colin, if you know, this is huge news. If you it might be finally time. boot up that Fortnite on the old PS5, it might finally be time. You could get an Optimus Primal skin, just like me. You know, some 
Casual drops as the monkey trying to get my main man. This might be the one time where that sounds just like so satisfying. Yeah, it's yeah. something novel about it. It has grown on me, but mostly it's the, um, you know, the real Fortnite is the friends we made along the way and being able to play with, with the buddies and, you know, just kind of goof around and drop dogs. It, it has been fun. So, again, we've gotten a couple wins. We've had at least one win, at least you and me, Jacob, between the last time we Absolutely. recorded the episode. So. And, you know, I'm always kind of looking for like a fun multiplayer game that I can play with my friends. And of course, you know, you and me, Mike, we've put a lot of hours into Halo Infinite with friends. So that's um, a good game. Alien. To play with friends. Alien. Fireteam uh, Elite. Fireteam Elite. For a while. Yep. That's a very fun co-op game. Um, but I feel like Fortnite is a game that it's super easy. You can download it on any system, essentially. You can download it on your phone, on a Switch, whatever you want. Uh, and it's super accessible for normies, anyone who wants to get into it just for a casual uh, multiplayer shooter that you can just hang out with your friends. And mm-hmm. uh, it's a great time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I haven't been playing a ton of new games either. I, I was debating, do I do Fallen Order? Because we have a 4th of July break coming up. It's like, I could just do the next you know, Jedi Survivor game, I mean. I could do Jedi Survivor. I'm going to have a week, but... Uh, mostly just Armored Core from Summer's Game Fest. We got a lot of footage about that. Very stoked. Looking good, dude. Yeah. yeah. Should we go uh, around and say, like, what are we anticipating for, like, new releases coming out? Because I know you were all I'm about Armored, Armored Core 6. Yep. Yep. Mike, I got a that as well. yeah. digital Game Informer um, just sent to me from GameStop. Like, if you're a pro member, you get those. Yeah. Over. And the issue, the, the email was like... It's time, Armored Core. <laughs> and it's Thank like God. diving into the show. It's like, this looks incredible. I'm so happy. It's back. You just got to be elated, dude. I'm just so glad that I'm seeing so much YouTube content. Even like the largest Dark Soul creator, Vadi Vidya's, like, I played every Armored Core. And it's like an hour and a half long video of him explaining the nuance. So if you don't even want to play them, you can watch somebody go through. And this is kind of how an Armored Core game is traditionally structured and works and the combat and the customization. So there's a ton of people doing primers who never even touched one that are so excited for this they're just going back and trying the whole series and it's wild wild time the thing i remember the most from renting it as a kid and playing with my brother when i did not understand video games uh was how hard it was to lock on with missile packs and stuff because it is a game that makes you feel like you truly are operating the giant robot you're inside i'm very excited to get that tactical kind of overcomplicated feeling again yes and there's a legendary it's a meme but there was a legendary grip that if you flip the controller upside down you could have access to more buttons and that's how people oh my played. god that was all fake it was an armored core okay. grip urban that's legend. amazing <laughs> um, i want to see i will that. be playing it on my flight stick for star wars squadrons I'm oh my god the entire game oh, with well, the stick and pull, throttle pulling down a helmet that just only shows you yeah. the internal view of the robot <laughs> but i do plan to stream that whole saga i guess if i get it up and running just as something that might be interesting for people to see so when that it game comes did. out keep an eye out but yeah I'm, that's what i'm here for uh, yeah yeah i'm uh i'm interested in it as well you know i've seen some gameplay and stuff and i'm like that looks pretty cool i could get into that never played an armor core game before i think you're gonna love customizing a robot yes that's what really like the customizing the mechs that's what really gets me there i love that the more detail the better and i like mechs you know i've played a game called Battletech, uh, mm-hmm. which going back to the turn-based uh, combat type tactics game, it's a it's that kind of game, but with mechs, and that's based oh. on the Mech Warrior yep. franchise. I think oh, it started sure. as a uh, tabletop game. Yeah, 
Um, so BattleTech, super fun game about uh, you know tactics based mechs, like I'm saying. So mm-hmm. definitely into Armor Core Six. We'll definitely be checking that out. Um, yeah. Well, they say real so, quick to get out of here. Yeah. But the noobs, when you first play Armor Core, you think you build your robot to do missions. But no, you do missions to have more money to spend more time building robot. You want to spend right. more time in the menu building robot yeah. than you do and playing you the game. That's like how you models. know. Can you have different Quickly. models in your garage and stuff too? Or do you, you can have, have one? presets oh. that you switch oh, okay. between now, yeah, which is new. Okay. Yeah. But quickly your mind will go from like, okay, this is efficient to like the next one being like, this one does not need legs, only a thousand boosters. And he will uh-huh. fly through the sky, right. shoot missiles and rockets. Exactly. And you're like, this is so wild. See, the customization sounds a lot like this battle tech where you're trading off like um, weight with like, so you can only have a certain weight or something, or you can have like heat signature. So like some things will, t- will some weapons will use more heat. So you got to balance mm-hmm. that and kind of thing. So uh, or you'll overheat like, your radiator needs to be doing stuff. Like yeah. it's pretty granular radar dishes, all that stuff. Would you guys do that mech warrior game at Dave and Buster's? Did you guys, Dave and Buster's have one of those, those pods you would go in? Probably. I I didn't try the one at Dave and Buster's, but when I was in Japan, there's a a room in this arcade that had five of those for a different game, but a mech game. Mm. And it's a team of five. They have cards that they swipe. There's a set time. And then they're playing somewhere else in the city, another team of five humans in these cockpits. And it's like, this is the best bowling league ever. Are you kidding me? No, that's Gundam. I mean, Mike, yeah, that, is, that should Gundam. be what wars are. It should it be really, those yeah. people. Yeah. Proxy, well, I'm right, suggesting so. to you, Mike, um, yeah. you know, people, so there's people that like play truck simulator and they have a whole yeah, rig yeah. that looks like the inside of a cab of a truck or something. You should play this game and just have a whole rig that looks like the inside of a mech. Yeah, I would. I'll just 3D print a bunch of stuff and it'll make it look like I'm inside a robot. You fucking I'll imagine. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> Dog. Yeah, I'm That's one of the, the few dream. people that played the old ones before Dark Souls came out and changed right. everything. Well, I'm excited for that. Yeah. In terms of other mm-hmm. anticipated releases, uh, oh, yeah. I think number one for me is Starfield, the new Bethesda game that will be coming out in August. Uh, very excited so, for that. So, yeah. pitch me, Jacob. This is the one that's been a zillion years in the making, but it's Elder Scrolls in space. Essentially, no yes. Scroll. So, of course, Bethesda, nice. known for Elder Scrolls and the more recent Fallout games from Fallout 3 on, which is yeah. kind of Elder Scrolls in the post-apocalyptic future, right? So, Starfield mm-hmm. is a space-based, they're calling it NASA punk, which I don't love, like, okay, think <laughs> of it all, where it's like space suits and different things. So, it's not, it's less of a, I mean, there's like space western elements as well, too, with like raiders and outlaws and stuff but they're just calling it nasa punk to kind of define the aesthetic of it but it's going to be essentially no man's sky meets elder scrolls so if you like the idea of no man's sky but never played it or got turned off by the aesthetic or whatever but um, can I ask yeah. why wouldn't you call it 2001 a punk's odyssey (laughs) (laughs) they should have yeah but they have been making this for a very long time they basically started after they finished well, Fallout 4 and Fallout 76, they've been working on this. They said, we're going to finish this before we start on the new Elder Scrolls 6, which they announced several years ago with a brief teaser that just had the name. Just the right? logo. <laughs> yeah. And there's been no progress on that yet. So they said, even recently, Elder Scrolls 6 is about five to six years away 
from Jesus. now. So. so we will be getting more Skyrim. We just want you to know the yeah. idea is there. We <laughs> love the idea. Yeah. And if I can yeah. remind you, Skyrim came out in 2011, 12 years ago. So we may have like 20 years between Elder Scrolls games by the time this comes out. That sounds about uh, when was the last Armored Core released? Very similar, yeah, yeah. Um, but Starfield yeah. is the is is the first new uh, IP they've that Bethesda has done in like twenty years. So that's kind of cool, I guess. And I'm just very excited for. It. I love No Man's Sky. I love the idea of exploring space mm-hmm. and to make a Bethesda game where you have, you know, this whole side quest and everything. Um, the scope and ambition of this game is like pretty wild because there's like a thousand planets you can visit. Most Whoa. of them are procedurally generated, but they do have, you know, a lot of them have settlements and stuff that you can visit, different kinds of wildlife. And um, yeah, the tech specs to make this game is pretty impressive. Like they already said on console, they're locking at 30 frames per second so they can have better uh, performance elsewhere. So they're they're kind of sacrificing 60 frames per second to have the least amount of bugs and the best performance of a Bethesda game ever is what they're promising. So hmm. we'll see how that goes. But um, it just works. Yeah. Historically, yeah. never, never overestimated their. No, know, but this one, they're like making a point to say, like, we know our previous games yeah. have been buggy on launch and stuff like that. Starfield will have like the least amount of bugs, the least amount of technical problems. Big promise. Ever that's Bethesda why they took forever, though. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. It does look interesting. I watched the 40-minute showcase. You know, you can take off from a planet without a loading screen, get into your ship, fly out into space. Like, I'll see No yeah. fucking Apparently. way. That's what they said. I think so. Yeah, I mean, No it. Man's Sky has done that already. But, um, yeah, like, it's going to be cool. Jedi doesn't. Yeah. yeah. So Right. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I just have to... I need to see more because I have trust issues with Bethesda. That's all. But yeah. It, on paper, it looks very, very good. And I'll be doing another sci-fi robot thing probably during that time anyway. Right. But it's totally the game that you could get. If you're someone like me, you could get lost in it for hundreds of hours. Cause of course there's yeah. a settlement building kind of aspect of it, like mm-hmm. fallout uh, four, but more refined where you can also customize your spaceship and do all kinds of different things. So it's going to be a game that I'm just going to waste hundreds of hours in probably nice knowing you. I probably yeah. spent 50 hours building gummy ships in kingdom hearts. So like I, I have the <laughs> capacity to like also get pulled into this type of game. And I think 30 FPS yeah. for a single player RPG is fine, especially how their combat is. Yeah. You, if you can beat bloodborne at 30 FPS, this is fine at 30 FPS. Okay, everybody. Like, yeah. Chill. And that's just on console PC. They're not locking the FPS. So right, it's just right. due to the technical limitations of the console. They want the best performance they can get. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love space exploration games and I've been wanting a game like this. You know, No Man's Sky had its problems on launch, but they fixed a lot of problems. I was a big fan of that game as well. There's also, um, you know, Star Citizen, which has been, was yeah, that uh, a GoFundMe type of game, a crowdfunded game that's mm-hmm. been in development for a long time and probably promised too much for what they can actually achieve. But the idea of just being in space and going any direction you want to any planet, um, even something like Mass Effect, which was much more... <laughs> on rails kind of thing. Like I just love exploring space, going to different planets and uh, yeah, it's going to be great. New worlds, new civilizations, right? We love that. That's right. We like that here. So very cool. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a ton of other video game stuff, but I do want to have a quick update. You know, we did, you know, the company I work for, we did a VidCon booth this past Ooh. week. So it's a big YouTube convention, you know, a lot of, a lot of YouTube and stuff. But one of the guests that we had, uh, was a company called Kyber. So Kyber AI, they did the Linkin Park AI music video. 
Mm. Um, oh, cool. And so listeners of this, maybe I've mentioned it, maybe I haven't, but I've lately been very into the AI art revolution or whatever's going on with it. So I'm learning the back end, stable diffusion, all that technology. So sure. it was neat to kind of talk with them and understand nothing to share here because who knows what's NDA'd. But they were very cool to kind of talk about the whole AI art thing. So I've been upgrading my computers and doing a lot of that. Some of that will be public soon. Like I'm trying to make some output. So that's nice. a little bit on the technical side. I don't know. I'm just into yeah. that. I'm doing more video conversion, but otherwise just waiting for Armor Core and a tiny note. I've just updated all of my controller. This is dumb, but I hey. took apart a whole bunch of controllers. I took a PS4 controller, which is my preferred uh, medium, replaced the sticks, replaced the face buttons with buttons from an actual just PS1, original PS1 controller. What? Wow. Uh, and a you know different D pad. So this is kind of it's just a dumb thing. I like to customize stuff, but anyway, custom control kind of my go to. That's why I'm so good at Fortnite and Halo. Um, God yeah, damn, Mike, absolutely, that's a but killer. Anyway, I just like to have yeah my gear in a certain way. The same thing with the flight stick for Armored Core. So I have everything's always custom. I like to tinker. Same reason I like building spaceships in Star Citizen and Armored Core. Yeah, but all... a four. I I really think the five is really one of the best controllers I've ever felt in my life. No, just, no love. It doesn't there. have easy back buttons yet. That's the only thing. You can't snap a back button in. I need more buttons. The 5 is great. Wow. Five is like Rocket League controller because of the adaptive trigger. You have to use sure. I love the five. 5. You know, I used to play on the 4 for a long time. I always play my PC games when I use a controller. I use PlayStation controllers. I used mm-hmm. to use a PS4. Big fan of those controllers. Then I upgraded to a PS5. Huge fan of the PC, uh, the PS5 controllers as well. So I think they've no, absolutely. really nailed it. I just their, happen to prefer yeah. the 4, and it's cheaper to get parts to do custom shit with it. Totally, than doing totally. it with the 5. And I don't want to risk breaking the, one the 5. It's too fancy. There, yeah, 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 sure. yeah, that took a little bit of... It was a little painful to take apart and gut a, a classic functioning PS1 controller, but you got to do what you got to do for art. So anyway, right. we're ready to God game. Damn. We just well, don't know what we're cool. do in the next two months. Um, That's awesome. I can just mention, you know, Fortnite update, Fortnite corner time. Uh, oh, yes, please. Of course, you know, cha- Chapter 4, Season 3 came out recently. Um, so I've been working on that Battle Pass. The, the you know, final uh, reward of that Battle Pass is Optimus Prime. Uh, so I've been working towards that, working towards my boy. Mm-hmm. Um, can't wait. And, uh, yeah, we've just been playing together recently. And uh, we got to get Colin in there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. I've been leaking some rockets too, and then I, they have uh, Optimus Prime as a goal explosion where he just kind of oh comes my God. out of the goal. And it's like, I kind of, I really need to unlock that too. That's amazing. <laughs> Sam Witwicky. I've been Rocket League with you yeah. recently, and you have the Fast and the Furious car that they go into space with. The Fiero with the rocket on it. That's my Mike. Yeah. Which you Ludacris know. and Tyrese. Are you fucking kidding me? It's the only car yeah. I use now. I, I refuse to drive anything but the Fast and the Furious car, and I hope Love they that. have the Optimus explosion behind it. Tyrese <laughs> yeah. would be very happy to hear you crossing his franchises over like this. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the same company, too, so, you know, we'll get it that's one day. Right. Yeah. But I think that's pretty much it for the the updates, right? We're season four, which is the wilds. You know, you can ride a raptor, you can get all muddy, you can do some invisibility yes. now. There's some updates and this and that. They've but. changed the map where um, there was a big uh, earthquake or something, and the center of the map was revealed to have these secret tombs underneath. So there's this whole jungle region with tombs and secrets uh, that you can see, and you got the Optimus Prime Transformer symbol in the tomb, so you know that... 
it's tying into Rise of the Beasts where they go to uh, Peru Ooh, and, and yep. all that. Are you stuff. trying to yeah. say the beasts are rising right the now? The beasts are, I believe, rising. <laughs> um, of course, you know, Mike, you have the optimal maximal. Whatever optimal the fuck, I always call him Optimal Maximal. Optimal right. Maximal. Optimal yeah. Maximal. That's his name, Maximize. I'll always say shit, like when we drive like, in the car, shit. like, I'm not used to riding in one of these. I usually <laughs> become one, you know? Yeah. So it's so good, Mike. It's I got suckered good. into getting the Flash skin in the store, the Grant Gustin Flash. Uh, back. He's the uh, best. Yeah, and I've got Miles Morales, you know? We we out here being consumers buying Fortnite skins, you know, yeah, the a little bit. Economy be stimulated, dude. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. What what else games. do you want from us? <laughs> yeah. What so what if want? these movies are bombing? We go to them. We talk about them on this dumb podcast. I pay full price yeah, we're single handedly yeah. saving the movie industry. Bullshit. Like Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Let's let's wrap it with this. There was a lot of stuff. We pretty much have the rest of our episodes plotted out for like what two months essentially, right? yeah, at least through the end of say? August. Into yeah, September. and normies, if if you're just paying attention to pop culture, you know what they're going to be. We're going to hit all your favorite stuff. We're excited about it. There's a million like like we said, none of there's no big convention exists anymore. But then like Netflix will be like. Surprise, it's Tudum today. You don't know what that means, but we're going to tell you everything that we're doing for the year. And you're like, huh? Right. That's yeah. the trend. All these companies will be skipping Comic-Con this year, right? But they all do their own. Of course, you got D23 and, and every company wants their own version of that. Now, BlizzCon right? yeah. for video games. Like, it's just they yeah. can't do their yeah. own shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Will we do a Diablo 4 episode, Mike? Mm. Will we do a... Um, yeah, that's been... Where we'll do a... Look, we got the One Piece live action trailer. We'll do a One Piece episode. I'm oh, God. I'm planning <laughs> on maybe recording a two episode, two hour episode by myself, and then you guys come on for the <laughs> next two hours where you're only Sounds allowed good. to like ask me questions that I'm allowed to be like mad about or something. So sure. I, I don't know. We're we're gonna yeah, figure like it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just a lot of good right. stuff right now. Absolutely. Especially Is there anything the that you're looking forward to within the next couple of months that's coming out? movie or video game or the number one and i think it's the same for you jacob is mission impossible he's not gonna let us down i loved fallout so so much i this has to be the movie that breaks like can i just say like prediction wise and we're gonna talk about it i think indiana jones is gonna bomb i think Mm. we're gonna see the next few blockbusters bomb until mission impossible that has a built-in fan base i even think maybe barbie and oppenheimer so I think that's been the trend bomb so hard. No, I think so. So like, I'm positive it will, but they're not expecting like Marvel numbers for, I think Oppenheimer. Aren't they a Christopher Nolan biopic about Robert Oppenheimer? What did Dunkirk bomb? I think it made a ton of money, dude. I think they expect that. Tenet came out during the whole simultaneous streaming on HBO go or whatever um, that a lot of people weren't happy with. So I know Christopher Nolan specifically was like, People need to see this in theaters. Like, I'm you're killing you my, try my to movies. Watch it yeah. at home. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> I don't know if it's a hot take, but Christopher Nolan doesn't draw unless he has the Batman. Like, yeah. sorry, 
Inception's the closest you got, dude. Like he's I good. Actually, like the general audience doesn't like it. Yeah, you know. Tenet had mixed reviews. I kind of like Tenet. It's like Christopher Nolan trying to make a James Bond movie. I thought it was pretty decent. A lot of people didn't like it though. I, and I also Tenet. like. Dunder, I don't like Tenet. <laughs> yeah. I own the screenplay of Tenet. I don't like Tenet. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> wow. Fair enough. Um, but Oppenheimer yeah, and Barbie look good. I'm not I, expecting it to do huge numbers. I think Barbie will do well. Um, I don't know. That's a licensed IP. I mean, I think it might make more than they're expecting, but it's not going to make Marvel money. You know, it'll, it's it'll not going to make Marvel or budget. Mario money, but it's going to be. What is what is the thing you are most excited for, Mike? I mean, I do really like Mission Impossible, and I'm looking forward to that too. And I'm just scrolling through the movies uh, quickly. Oh yeah, Vid kind of got to go to the Nickelodeon booth, and they had a bunch of Ninja Turtle shit. So I'm excited for Ninja, Ninja, Ninja Turtles. You know, I'm a of course guy. you are. And maybe this is a weird one. This would be my last for, for this little bit here. Craven the Hunter. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> what, what I do want to see, and I don't know why, it's the Gran Rubio. Turismo movie because it's Neil Blomkamp. Oh, like, shut oh, up. I, no, do, I don't know why. Sucks, I know it's stupid. Stop. And it's based you on a true wrong. story. But the true story no. was a marketing campaign that Sony created to make that happen. So it's all like marketing bullshit. I take I I'm not really a Neil Blomkamp fan. No. He made one decent movie, District Nine. <laughs> Chappie, but after that, amazing. Chappie, no. Elysium, no. No. Not great movies. So, but you are but, Chappie. Yeah. I am Chappie. I am yeah, Chappie. Yeah. I am Chappie. That's why. Yeah, we had a lot of the partner. biggest. Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of the biggest movies of the year already. You know, across yeah. the universe, John Wick Four, Transformers. Oh, Flash. Dune Part Two, right? We get that in November. Sure. Two will J- be Jacob, in is fall. that is that your biggest for the rest of the year? Probably. I'm hoping it's not bad. That's all I'm hoping. I'm hoping it okay. lives up to part one. Um, Can I predict something about that film? Yes. Yeah, that's about it. I don't want this to be true. I'm just saying that. This is just a feeling. I think Christopher Walken, who is in the movie as the Emperor Shadak or whatever his name is, oh, yeah. will die when that film is released. Oh, no. <laughs> what is this? You got a I just ball? have a weird premonition about it. Huh. I don't know why. I think Christopher Walken or Harrison Ford are going to die this year. I've been feeling oh, that like crazy lately. Oh, I don't know why. Don't Shatner speak it into fine. existence. Well. Yeah, yeah Shatner no. will be fine. Um, yeah, I'm interested for the, yeah, you know, the new, Shatner will be fine. <laughs> the new right. casting, of course. We have Florence Pugh as Princess Irulan. Um, sure. We have Elvis. What's that guy's name? Guy that played Austin Elvis, Butler. Austin <laughs> Butler, is the uh, the sting role from the David Lynch version. If you remember, the, the way that my eyes rolled in the back of my head when you said, "And next to the cast, we have Elvis." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course you know him it's as like, Elvis. Cool, Look out, cool. man! Yes, yes, I'm cool. in the movie, man. He, hey, there's sand everywhere, baby. So much he couldn't. <laughs> he forgot how to speak normally. He just started speaking like Elvis, right? You um, think you're the chosen one, Paul Atreides? Yeah, finish this sandwich and show you what. I guess keeping the the theme of sort of casting a musician, not a musician, but someone who played a musician in that role, you know. Sure. And why not? <laughs> I sure, guess sure. there's a loose I'll connection. I'll take that loose there. connection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Denis Villeneuve, of course, you've never let me down. Denis so. Villeneuve's Gran Turismo in some universe <laughs> is also coming out. Yeah. Yeah. In the multiverse. Yeah. No, I'm excited for Dune as well. Again, I think the first one, I enjoyed it a lot. It's not a complete movie, so the ending's a bummer, but here's, I want to live there. You could say the same hours about of it. Spider-Verse, right? Here's, here's what I want to say about... Or Fast um, and Furious. Gran Turismo. I can't get over Gran Torino, whatever it's called. Gran Turismo. I got to buy a racing wheel. I'm going to change the whole <laughs> thing. Fuck robots. I'm a car guy. 
I think David Harbour says to his agent, I will take any role that gets me this amount of money and craft services has this amount of sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley Cup right. commercials. Right, I he like was, that he, he was did a bunch that. of Stanley Cup. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I love him <laughs> yeah. to death. Every choice. When I think about him as Hellboy, it truly is something that almost gives me a seizure. Oh sure. God! But this one, it's like, wait, I can make a, a similar amount to Hellboy without makeup. Hmm. Shorter That's probably how many sandwiches can movie, I eat right? every day? Probably like hundred. <laughs> yeah, hang out with Orlando yeah. Bloom and a hundred sandwiches. You got it. Okay, yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. my amount. <laughs> yeah, you think your gamer kids are going to come in and be a professional racer? I'm cranky, David Harbor. Yeah, can't wait. Of course, we were talking the other day about they should make a Rocket League movie that's exactly like that, where it's about a Rocket League player <laughs> that becomes a a racer. It's a real sport, right? In a real, you want to strap a rocket car, to a car and have him drive it? Get Ludacris and Tyrese running that thing. <laughs> are you crazy? That's the Pierce, Yeah, I just that's I'm a gamer started. in my heart. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I know I can do it, Dad. Racing's not a world for us. You know how much money it costs to make a Rocket League car? Do you know how expensive <laughs> it is to, to fly around from side to side, bashing into a ball larger than a building? Like, you know, T-Rex right, Gold Explosion doesn't come cheap, son. <laughs> but yeah. we joke, Dude, but of course we would all air. go see uh, a Rocket League movie. I 100% theaters. would go see Once a again, live event. Once again, the Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> movie was the last trailer I saw where an audience cheered. Video game movies are the solution. I say sure. it over Trisos and over. the next billion dollar franchise. <laughs> it starts here. Oh my god. Yeah. But yep, yeah, we'll see where that goes. Uh, one final thing I guess that I forgot to mention being excited about is Cyberpunk 2077 DLC. Phantom Liberty, oh, yeah. whole overhaul. It's a big deal. Check out the details did of that we, September 26th. Did we see stuff finally? Like, we we know what Trailers. it is. Okay. Dope. They've okay. announced a bunch of stuff, and it's, yeah, like you said, DLC plus a bunch of overhauls to the base game, completely reworking some of the concepts like stats and stuff like, like the that. the way you level Thank up God. and stuff is different yeah. now. It's a lot more Jesus. optimized. So the only thing I'm sort of bummed about is that it sounds like you're going to need to start create a new save uh, to the I DLC don't buy save. that I think yeah. they give you this is what I would hope that they give you a mm-hmm. chance here's the new system here's all your points respec however the fuck you want and and continue with this save that's what I would I would hope but I would like that we'll too see. because I mean I, I played I want to do it with my game, character right? now yeah, yeah. I want to exactly I never beat it so I, I might be in a good spot here well now there's a fourth know. ending yeah like I have you beat it uh, checkpoints right. you right before the ending point so you can a whole new region so dog town right where you have dog town Idris yeah. Elba it's like more lawless course, than Pacifica Right. Yeah. Well, I'm not a street kid or a corpo. I'm a dog boy. <laughs> I'm a dog boy. I'm going to go drop. <laughs> always have been. Always will be. Wolf Lords of Dogtown. I'm a lord of Dogtown. Dog Jacob, I skate in those empty <laughs> Give pools. Give me a cyber skateboard, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so we'll see how that dude looks good, though. Um, yeah. Wow. They fixed We've got that. We've got Starfield. We've got Star Wars open world. Core. I, I haven't watched that thing either. Star yeah. Wars Outlaws. Yeah, um, but I know yeah. people were like, "Boo!" So, uh, oh, Spider-Man Mixed. Two, Spider-Man Two, very excited. Yeah, yeah. never played those Spider-Man games, but I would like to at some point. Never played Miles. Uh, no. Should buy that. Yeah, I like the dynamic in the trailer. They had that extended chase with the lizard. The gameplay 
thing and it's, it's a pretty cool dynamic between black suit peter and miles where peter's like getting frustrated and angry and it's like oh okay Right. I don't love when it's a lizard here. is just an iguana, Mike. Sometimes sometimes iguana. they just do that, and it's like the MTV version of Spider-Man did that with Neil Patrick Harris, and I fucking hated it growing uh, up. I only like the animated series. That's my favorite lizard. He Once has he to wear the coat. lab coat. It's a yeah. big deal to me that he wear the coat. Yes, he correct. Needs to wear I agree. The coat. Of course, a lizard would want to wear a Yes, it's important. He doesn't have to grow out of it. Yeah, he's yes. still a doctor. Yeah. Yes. Kurt Connors, <laughs> damn it. See your arm. Is it broken? <laughs> yeah. That's right. I just want to make everybody a lizard. <laughs> this is great. Not Classic. when it's cold, though. I can't move. Anyhow. No. Well, anyways, we a lot of stuff do. to look forward to. Yeah. Absolutely. A lot more this summer that we'll talk about. Five more years, 250 more. Do we yep. have it in? Wow. <laughs> hot norm summer. So. You know, we're getting into it. It, hot is, norm summer. it is hot normy summer. <laughs> That's what we're we calling always it declared. Uh, Tom Hanks' son did say it was hot normy summer. <laughs> I could not tell a lie. Dead Hanks. That's right. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, guys, it's been a pleasure. I love you. Yeah. Uh, listeners, you too, brother. always a pleasure. Again, I, I said we got a lot of these playing out, but you know to hit us up at normies underscore like underscore us, where you can suggest episodes you want to see. We love that. Or interact with us. Rate, review, subscribe. It helps out the podcast a lot. Or check out our YouTube page, where you can watch these videos as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's better than listening to a couple of normies, watching a couple of normies, and seeing their yeah. beautiful faces? Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, second screen it. You know, go ahead. That's yeah. right. Okay. That's what I do. I'm playing video games. I go, look, my friends are here. They're right there. Yep. They're talking to me. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. And, and our social relations. Right. We love it's the 250th episode to highlight that. Shout out to Matt, fan of the show. Thank you so much Woo! for all the support, buddy. Yes. Yeah. Matt, Shout out to we the love you. podcast. We said it's kind of our sister podcast. We've guested a lot there. We love having uh, Adam uh, on this podcast as well, as well as Brady. Yep. Yes, all our past guests. We'd love to have more guests on in the future. Do more collabs. Yeah, reach and all out. That kind of stuff. Yeah. If you're Final a weirdo who listens to this out. and you yeah, like something, stuff. email us. Say, can I be on it? You, yeah, we'll probably let you on it. We don't care. Yeah, the next we, episode we might be us being like, to vet oh, you, shit. your personality. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> right. Think about what a weirdo yeah, we you are. are. High standards. No, not at all. Mm, yeah, they let me on the show, so anything's <laughs> possible, guys. Shout out to my brother, an actual professional of the thing that we discussed an that we have on. In his that, field. that always yeah, yeah, makes me great to have incredibly nervous. On. And then, yeah, Mike asks like really good, engaging questions. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my brother's on here. <laughs> I studied yeah. the Sean Evans school of uh, interviewing from Hot Ones. He's he's the there best in the game, I think. Yeah. Love, yeah. love that. Well researched. Love Sean, we love Sean it, man. Uh huh. Um, and, you know, if you have any ideas for. When, once we finish our trek through the stars in like, ah. three months, um, you know, we're thinking about new series is the kind of do. Yeah. We have one in mind that may, I don't know if we've mentioned it before, but maybe we'll keep yeah. it secret for now. But yeah, I also want to pitch one to you guys off this pod. So. <laughs> okay. So after this, okay. let's discuss. To maybe yeah. instead of it. Yeah. Also, our, our number one fan, Matt, did say that we should do. The Fast and the Furious. I know you guys were that's dreading it. Right. That's always an option. That's so many. <laughs> well, that has to be over a year of content because that's 12 oh, yeah. episodes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If you include Hob and, Hobbs and Shaw, I mean, come I would on. Definitely well, I guess that's 11. Three weeks in between viewings. So you know, we'll have yeah. Fast yeah. 10 yeah. too. We'll have, Hobbs, we'll have Hobbs the movie by the time we get there. Yeah. Right. And we'll have Fast 12 or whatever the. Yeah. So that would be do. 13 films, 13 months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I hope not. All right. <laughs> I hope we yeah. don't do Stay that. tuned. <laughs> Stay we'll tuned. See. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, appreciate it again. 250 episodes have been really awesome. Uh, let us know if you have favorite episodes that we've done or anything like that, you know, and for anybody that's been listening for a long time, thank you again. Really appreciate it. You know, we're just. Yes. Thank you. We appreciate so you so much, much normies. Mm-hmm. We love you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we are the normies. And you are That's the right. <laughs> Hugs and, and kisses like from us. your host. Normies this like us. <laughs> and normies like us. And Mike, that's right. And this is Jacob. Goodbye, have normies. A, Thank you. Have a great day. Yeah. Have Bye. a great night. Bye. <laughs> have a great all the time. <laughs> have a great everything. Unless you're a bad person. Then that's don't right. have anything uh, great. Then don't have a great night. Ooh. Or day. But for the most of you, which all the listeners I know are beautiful people. Have a wonderful life. Catch you next time. Bye. And stop. Perfect. My name is Gandalf the Grey. And I'm imploring you to leave a like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Don't keep it secret. Don't keep it safe. Don't take me as a conjurer of cheap tricks. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Normies Like Us. Fly, you fools.